Kia ora. This program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Hello and uh, welcome to Capital Irish, uh, another episode um, on Wellington Access Radio. I'm Andy Linton and I'll be chatting and playing you some music. Um, as always, thanks to our sponsors and to our technical staff who can make all of this happen. Um, it's a bit late to be talking about Happy New Year, but as this is my first programme of the year, I'm going to say it anyway, so Happy New Year to you all. Uh, and uh, I, if it's late, well then, that's all, what it is. Um, so, um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, I met a nice man from Newry called Seamus Sands, who came into our session at the Welsh Dragon, and he was travelling in New Zealand to see his daughter, Tierna, who lives here in Wellington. Um, and I lent him a fiddle that evening when he was in, and I'm glad I did, he was a really nice player. So, the week after, of course, uh, I didn't realise that he's actually recorded CDs and bits and pieces, and so he's actually quite world famous and tried music, whatever that means, you know. Uh, so he had this nice CD called A Deep Pool, and the, lots of the tunes on there were from County Armagh and County Down, which is where he's from and where I'm from. And so uh, our first piece of music tonight is from that CD, and he's playing on this with uh, another of his daughters called Claire Sands, I suppose, and uh, this is a track called The Boogie Reel and The Lass Beneath the Blanket. Thank you. 
So uh, that was uh, Seamus Sands on the fiddle and his daughter Claire. Now, uh, I've got a guest in the studio, which is always nice, um, a young musician called Donald Gunning, and he's going to sing us a song. Um, and so he's going to tell us a little bit about this song, and then he's going to sing it for us. And that it sounds like a going. plan. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds a plan. Like a I think it's a plan. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, Donald, over to you. What's the song? And uh, um, yeah, so the first song I'm going to do today is a traditional Irish song. It's um, it's called Beeswing. I only discovered the tune two years ago when I was living in the west of Ireland. A few of my mates were singing it um, at a session one night. It's quite a sad song it's a song sung from a man's perspective who falls in love with a woman from the traveling community and i think contradictively to a lot of other love songs it's it's the girl is crazy the girl can't knuckle down she's part of the traveling community and it's the guy who ultimately sa- fails or you know sacrifices his love for her because she she just loves to party she loves to travel and she she loves being on the road, so it's quite a sad song, but it's, I think it's quite beautiful, and I, there's a number of covers. People have done it, Christy Moore, The Whistling Donkeys, and of course Richard, Richard Thompson, who yeah. I discovered recently was actually the, who wrote the song. Wrote the song, yeah. I always thought it was one of these Irish songs that no one owns. It's been carried out through pub sessions, etc., for yeah. years. But yeah. Well, it's, it's a nice thing. I think it must be a nice thing if you write a song and people begin to believe it's a trad song because it's passed into the tradition, mm-hmm. which is pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. There you go, give us it. Will do. Good thing I'm tuned up here now. I was 18 when I came to town They call it the summer of love They were burning babies, burning flags The hawks against the doves I took a job at the steaming Way down on Kilgram Street And I fell in love with the laundry girl Who was working next to me Brown hair zigzagged around her face And the look of half surprise Like a fox caught in the headlight There was animal in her eyes she said to me, oh can't you see, I'm not the factory kind And if you don't take me out of here, I'll lose my mind She was a rare thing, as fine as a bee's wing So fine a breath of wind might blow her away She was a lost child, she was running wild She says so long if there's no price on love I'll stay you wouldn't want me any other way We bust around the market towns For picking down in Kent We could tinker pots and pans And knives wherever we went And I said to her, we'll settle down We'll get a few acres dug A fire burning in the heart And babies on the rug She said, oh man, you're foolish man You know that sounds like hell But you're not on me as well She was a rare thing As fine as a bee's wing So fine a breath of wind Might blow her away She was a lost child She was running wild She says so long If there's no price on love I'll stay 
Excellent. Cheers, thanks. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, uh, yeah, no, that was really nice. I really like that, you know. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's a sad song, really, but it's, uh, I think it's definitely, definitely one of my favourite to play. It's a good song, isn't it? Yeah. You know, he's a great songwriter. I think you should maybe, if, you ha- if you've only just discovered him, you should explore more because there's some great mm. stuff that he's written, you know. Um, anyway, let's not talk about Richard Thompson. Let's talk about you. Sure. You? That's better. So um, so where are you from? From Ireland originally. Well, I got that bit. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> from Ireland originally. My life story is a bit all over the place in terms of where I've lived. So I, I, I'm from Ireland. I mean, I've got an Irish passport. I've lived in Dublin for most of my life. I have found me from the west of Ireland, but I was born in Finland and Helsinki. Okay. And then moved to, my family moved to Boston and we lived there for five, six years. And then we came to Ireland when I was seven, eight years old, came with an American accent, had to learn Irish, had to kind of slot into first class, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. A distinct memory of everyone doing the role that day, everyone saying unsure. Yeah, yeah. The, for our non-Gaelic speakers, it's uh, the Irish for here, not having, an, you know, everyone doing the roll call, not having a clue what was going on. But did primary school, secondary school, college, and now pursuing music here in Wellington as I'm 28 yes, years old. That's great, yeah. So long have you been here in New Zealand? Been here three months. Came here mid-November with two friends, two good friends from school. We toured the whole North Island. I was playing some music in Lake Taupo, which was great fun. But we did Auckland, Rotorua. We got ourselves a car in Auckland, so we just did the whole way down. And then me and my mate felt... Very much at home in Wellington, just felt with my gut instantly. It felt like it had arts, it had culture. It's also, as far as city goes, it's quite compact. You yeah, can walk yeah. everywhere. Pubs are nearby to each other. That's not really sustainable in Auckland. It's not really doable. And if I'm here for a year, maybe two years, I think it's better to be in somewhere that's a bit smaller, where from a musician's point of view, it's easier to get your name out. It's easier to play a gig the first venue, make your way to the second venue, even if you want to see a few gigs in the same night, that's yeah, doable. Yeah. Not to mention there's people always busking on Cuba Street. Okay. You know, right. so, so it's... Yeah. So, so your plan is to, to support yourself while you're here by playing music playing or... Music. And that, that, you know, if you're not getting enough gigs, maybe find some other bits of work as yeah, well. So yeah, so at the moment yeah. I've got, I have a good week this week. I have, or the past week I played four gigs. It was one of my busiest weeks so far. I've got one upcoming this week. Um, looking for a bit of part-time work at the moment, but really enjoying the, it's different. It's like being a sole trader, the the hustle and bustle of trying to get a gig, going in, meeting a venue manager of somewhere or trying to do some busking to get your name out there. Came here, like I effectively didn't know anyone. And the process is... And now you're on the radio. And now I'm on the radio. Look at that. Yeah. (laughs) But it's like, it's a process of sending emails, chasing people, yeah, yeah, finding out when the venue manager is there and putting yourself in front of them and say, listen, I'm happy to play for an hour as a trial, maybe for a pint or two, maybe some food, and then we can talk from there. That technique has been working for me so far, so so I'll probably keep keep doing what I'm doing. Good, good, good. So, so, um, I mean, I know what it's like for... um, People come on here getting visas and work permits. Are you here on one of these? I'm here on the working holiday, holiday visa. visa. So you can be months. here for like a, 
a year and then maybe reapply and get an extension or that type yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. trying. Early days, yes. I'm here three months now, but in three months, that's six months, that's halfway, and it's already flown. Like, I'm technically in Wellington two months. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. it'll be interesting to see, see what the go, next step you know? is. Yeah, yeah Australia's yeah. next door. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, I think one of the things that musicians find in Wellington is it's relatively small. It is. Um, so, and even New Zealand, you know, it's hard to, to run a music career in a small place because there's not, you know, you can't go touring, right? You can tour, but there's not the same population. If you were touring in Europe, then there's lots and lots and lots of other places lots of to go. small, but, beautiful cities, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so that, that'll that be good, you know. So yeah. um, so you you played that song and you had picked it up sort of as a, we'll call it a trad song, but, you know, as a, trad from folk, that yeah. trad folk type thing. What about other music? Do you play anything else, or do you, is it all just like acoustic and sing? sing no, it's a, it's a good spread. When I first got into music, we were... I played the piano. I think that was a good basis. Um, yeah. And then from there, I picked up the guitar when I was in my transition year at school. Then I then came the drums. And then in terms of genres, I was playing in an indie punk band in, in Ireland up until I came here. When I was living in Portugal, I was playing more rock and roll, a lot of Tim Lizzy, Jimi yeah. Hendrix. But as a solo musician... I, Playing more folk acoustic numbers because well, it's, they, sort of it's, more, it's, it's easier because I don't have accompaniment. Well, not yet anyway. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. trying to find good pop classics and then I'm trying to work on my own style of music, which is quite different to the indie punk in that it's gone more in a folk acoustic yeah. direction because I think it has to by nature because you're only one person on a guitar. Yeah, yeah. And unless you're getting into complicated effects and all that other Yeah, stuff, I think know. some effects are good, whether it's a, a small beat or maybe some small percussive percussion in the yeah. background but yeah. it's been a cool challenge so far riding with in in my indie punk band the macarons i was playing bass and singing now i'm playing a, an acoustic, acoustic guitar, guitar and singing so yeah. it's 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 been a challenge but it's been so far incredibly rewarding good good that's excellent yeah so um you said you mentioned you've got a gig you had a few gigs this week but mm. it, Next week you're playing somewhere. You better tell us where it yeah, is. Yeah, no so worries. So people can come yeah, and yeah, hear what you're up to. I'm playing at Pop Bar on the 22nd. That's the Wednesday. Uh, it's a bar off Lambton Quay. I'm playing there now every second Wednesday from 5 until 7. It's good okay. food, and they do two-for-one cocktails if that's any good sort man, of... Good man, that's yeah, I'm yeah. not a cocktail guy myself. No, I know. I've gone away from Guinness, and I'm mad for drinking hazy IPAs. They're my new poison. Yeah, it's a whole thing, different thing to be here, isn't it? You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, that would be a good thing, like if people are at work and they want to... They want to call in for call one in on the way home. Call in for an hour and hear what you're up yeah. to. And things. Yeah, and if they want to... Zone out slash zone in and listen to me for a while or if they so, want to enjoy a bit of atmosphere. Okay, so what we'll in. do when uh, we'll put some details of some of that up on the on the website or the Facebook page. Facebook page, Marion. That's yeah, she's nodding through the window here. Um, and we'll put some details up so people can actually find that. And we'll also put some details up of uh, how people can get in touch with you Perfect. as well, so that if anybody else is thinking, oh, I like the sound of that, <clears> you can maybe get them <throat> to play at our. Bar Mitzvah or whatever it is. Yeah, you know? Bar Mitzvah, <laughs> Communion, Christmas. I haven't done any of them before now. No, <laughs> uh, yeah, it could happen. You never know. A gig's a gig, yeah. Yeah, okay. So um, you said that you were doing some of your own songs. Yep. So maybe you could play us yeah. some well, of your own, if yeah. you have something. I do. I do have a song here that I wrote before I came to New Zealand. It was actually when I was, <clears throat> excuse me, 
It's actually when I was living in Portugal. It's a song called Homesick. Um, I think the title is pretty self-explanatory, but I might just play it and then we can have a chat about it afterwards. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. That makes um, sense. That's good. Darling, and wrap your fingers through my hair. Sing your child to sleep and tell them that your papa will soon be there. I know you're homesick, I know you're scared. I know that one day you know this will be the end. But don't you worry, my darling, because I'll be back in Ireland. Once again And when I left the island at the age of 27 My thoughts and dreams were nothing that an 11-year-old boy Could comprehend as he sang the songs of Avril Lavigne I know you're homesick, I know you're scared I know that one day you'll know this will be the end But don't you worry, my darling Because I'll be back in Ireland once again Conversations of rhythm and joy Having a pint with my mates And swapping stories and more But that's all well said and done And when I get in from that late night flight home From London Scared, I know you're homesick. I know you're scared. I know you're homesick. I know you're scared. I know you're homesick. I know you're scared. Good man, thank you very much. No worries. Yeah. So, was there a bit, is there any backstory in there that yeah, you want to yeah, share yeah, with us? Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. So, it's song is entitled. Homesick, I wrote it when I was living in Portugal. It's the first time I really properly emigrated Ireland. Like so many Irish people in their late 20s, we love to emigrate. Australia, New Zealand, Portugal, France, America. And it was, it kind of caught me off guard being homesick one day. And I wrote the first two verses talking about being homesick from the perspective of... Um, a family missing their father. And then the second verse is more personal. It's about me leaving and then intertwined with my journey of music. I was a massive Avril Lavigne fan, a Canadian singer when I when I was growing up. 
And then I, I wrote the first two verses in Portugal, but I wanted to wait until I was back in Ireland to write the last verse. So I wrote it on one of my trips home to Ireland on a train from Dublin to Sligo to meet some mates to go surfing. So it's, I think it's, it's personal, obviously, because it's, it's about me, but I think it's particularly relevant for any Irish person in their late 20s or any Irish person who's left Ireland recently after COVID, before COVID, who yeah, feels yeah. like they miss I, home. I well, think. I mean, I think it's, it, 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 it resonates even. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. nearly 50 years away and I can, yeah. it, you know, I, yeah. I, it, it speaks to me as well, you know. So, cool. it, it, you know, it's a good song. I like it. Thanks. You know? yeah. Cheers. Thank so you. you'll be, uh, I think uh, people should uh, take the chance to go and catch doing a lot. Tell me again what was called a pop bar. Pop bar. Down on off Lambton Key. That's the job, yeah. All right, okay, all right. So um, I'm just looking at the clock here to see how much time we've got left, all right? So um, that's been great, Donald. Thanks for coming in. We'll just go on and do a couple of other bits and then uh, we'll uh, maybe have a, a quick word with you before we finish as well. Thanks. You know. um, so that's great. Uh, I got the message that Donald was looking for somebody to a chance to come and talk to us and maybe be on the programme uh, on Tuesday or something, and I thought, oh, I'm just going to grab hold of this, and I'm really glad I did. That's great. You know? yeah. So um, I've got one other sort of vaguely musical-related little bit of trivia. You know I like to talk about things that are going on in the North, and I noticed today, I read a piece today to say that the, there's a, a small town in Derry called Macrafelt, and my sister gave me a lovely... Uh, uh, lovelies are not quite the word for it, but a little soup dish, a present from Macrofelt when I was back in London this year. And, you know, I sort of think, now what good things come out of Macrofelt? So I don't know many people watch the Super Bowl and watch the big show with Rihanna on, the, on the, all the swinging things. I didn't watch it, but I did go and have a wee look at this. And she's wearing this fantastic red sort of jumpsuit and she's three or four months pregnant and there's a big red bulge on it you know, and it was designed by a young man from Macrofelt now there's a piece of trivia that <laughs> I had no idea he actually lives in Spain and has a design agency and he put this design in and she wore it and his name's gone off the top of my head but you can go and look it up there, you know, a present from Macrofelt so there you go <laughs> so um, I'm just going to finish up uh, thanks to Donald for coming in to talk Thanks to our sponsors and Marion for tech support and you guys for listening. Um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Alice Paul did a programme about Seamus Begley, uh, who's a fantastic box player from down in Kerry. And Seamus passed away in, um, in January. And uh, I know she has talked about him, but I met Seamus a few times when he was here. And a lovely man, just one of those people that you meet and there's a twinkle in his eye and he has a sense of devilment about him. You know, we're here for a good time and let's get on with it, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and so I just really didn't feel I could uh, sort of go past actually saying something about Seamus. So uh, I, on the occasions I met him and I got a chance to be in sessions with him and play music with him, it was just fantastic. And so here's a track with him and a great guitarist called Steve Cooney, who's an Australian guy who went off and did the reverse of you coming here to do your musical thing, and he's stuck in Ireland. And here's the two of them playing some some polkas, the Little Diamond, the Strathnairn, and Johnny Leary's. And we'll go out with that music, and we'll see you next time. Thanks now.
You've been listening to Capital Irish on Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM thanks to the generosity of our sponsors. We couldn't be here without them. Our sponsors are Wellington Irish Trust, Susie and Peter McGuinness and the Hutt Valley Irish Society. A very big thank you from all of us on the Capital Irish team. That programme was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand On Air for funding accessmedia.nz.